giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Oh yeah! What a weekend, what a weekend. Good morning, good people! Welcome to ADZ Sports Live. Streaming live on all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I am your host. Will Skywalker still follow me on Twitter at Skywalker still we might hit those Twitter streets later we might hit those Twitter streets what's up everybody okay we're back back to business as you guys can see down there Three. Jacob my trip was great I don't know how I'm here today but I'm here <laughs> Stevie Mac the my guy know what I'm talking about uh so look today we'll get you updated on Dak Prescott's injury right We'll also go around the league quickly, and we'll take a a glance into the Week 7 storylines, Cowboys-Minnesota Vikings matchup. Won't be a long show today. Won't be a terribly, terribly long show. Uh, However, we'll get you through it. We'll get you through it. Some good football things happened this week for the Cowboys, aside from the Giants. The Giants are the Giants, but uh, we'll, we'll get around the league. And we'll talk about all that. We'll, we'll go through the scores. And I want to see where Dallas is at. Well, I want to ask you guys where Dallas is at in the NFC. So later we'll look at the NFC because, my goodness, you know, at some point these dudes got to lose, right? Uh, but we'll look at the NFC because the AFC is kind of, they're just jockeying right now up and down, left and right for seems to be like the second, third, fourth best team in the NFL because I think the best teams are coming out of the NFC. So we'll look into that. Uh, my mom's in the building. I'm impressed with your energy. You should know. Here's the thing. I'm always going to come with the energy. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. But yes, it, it was a great trip I had this weekend. How, how was your bye week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen? How was your bye week? If you want to call in, talk about it. You can call in if you want. 351-999-3787 is the Pulse of the Nation hotline. We can talk about the bye week. We can talk about the league. And obviously, talk about our Cowboys. Uh, three five one nine 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 three seven eight seven. How was your bye week, man? Enemy said boring. Dallas didn't play. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen. So you got more energy at eight twenty than I do here at three twenty. Where are you at? Nineteen. Three twenty. You must be across the way. Stress free says Miss Jackie. Miss Sheila says boring. Yeah. So my bye week wasn't boring, but football wise, I can see where it's like, ah, Cowboys not playing. You know, who cares? Um, unless you are a fantasy owner. Five and two, by the way. Yeah, if you're a fantasy owner, you can keep up. Professor O already with the hot question. I'm really interested to see what the Cowboys do with Tristan Hill in the next two weeks. That is something we we'll have to talk about. Uh, I reached out to some folks around there, and um, they got the Cowboys got some decisions to make, not just in two weeks, Professor O, but soon. With a lot of these guys coming back, Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, uh, Sean McKeon, 
Kelvin Joseph, a lot of guys. So roster moves going to have to be made. Okay, he's in Germany. Salute. All the way from Germany. Woo. Woo. Love to see it. But look, here's what we're going to do. We are going to go around the league first, and then we'll get into the roundup. Is that how I want to do it? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go around the league first, and then we'll go to the roundup. Because I thought uh, the games weren't great. But again, the NFC is just kind of just kind of sticking out there. But let's go around the league, and we'll get into the roundup, and we'll talk about uh, Dak Prescott and whatnot. Let's do this thing. All right, first up, you had the Falcons and the Dolphins. That was kind of a... It seemed like it was going to mean nothing, but then the Falcons are now 3-3. Three and three. Falcons win 30-28. Kyle Pitts showing you guys that, you know, he's not... That real quick. Here we go. Showing you guys that he's not just a tight end. Right? <laughs> Six foot what? Five? 220 pounds, 240 pounds, runs a 4-4. Ridiculous. Goes off. They win. Have to keep an eye on that. Falcons are fighting, man. This is a team that's fighting. Not going to lie down when they play the Cowboys. Panthers lose to the NFC East, it seems like. 25-3. Get whooped. What happened to the Panthers? I'm trying to figure that out. What the hell happened to the Panthers? They were supposed to be this team, right? Sam Darnold gets benched. Bye, Sam. Bye, Felicia. Daniel Jones catches an Odell Beckham pass, and people go crazy. They still trash. The, the Giants are still trash. I mean, it is what it is. I'm trying to be, you know, respectable. They're professional, but they, they ain't good. Nonetheless, the Panthers stink. They're not going to go to the playoffs. Probably going to have a top 12, 13 pick. Thought they'd be better than this. Remember, remember when we played them, Rob Ninkovich? I brought this up because it ticked me off. Rob Ninkovich said, Sam Darnold's in the MVP discussion. Man, get the hell out of here. Bengals Ravens game. I know the score says 41 17, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I was kind of excited watching that game. Uh j- just due to the fact that it's good to see the Bengals kind of being good again. Joe Burrow is nice. Per usual, we, I mean, I thought it was a good quarterback. Jamar Chase, you know, showing that he is one of the best young wide receivers in this league. Every game this year, Jamar Chase has at least 75 yards or a touchdown. It's impressive. It's impressive for that young man. Who else we got here? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs lose again to the Tennessee Titans. What? So here's my thing, y'all. I said this on Twitter, and if I'm crazy, call me crazy. And I don't, I'm not disrespecting the Chiefs, but I'm going to keep it a bean. Yesterday's price. It's not today's price when it comes to the Chiefs. I'm not looking at that game the same anymore. I might have been looking at that game totally different three, four weeks ago. That's with all due respect to one Patrick Mahomes, MVP, former MVP of the NFL, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, all that stuff. But, dog, your defense sucks. You turn the ball over 
worse than Danny Dimes. Yesterday's price is not today's price when it comes to the Chiefs. Am I crazy to think that when I look at that game on the schedule, I don't look at it the same anymore? Let me ask y'all. Sean Moyer says, yeah, but you can never sleep on Mahomes. I will never. Nope, 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 nope. You're right. I won't sleep on Mahomes. I won't even sleep on the game. I'm just not looking at it anymore as a a measuring stick, stick type game. Now, the Chiefs may go on a run. I mean, we don't, the Cowboys don't play them for another three weeks. They could go into the game six and four, and that changes things a little bit, right? But, man, did you see what Tennessee did to them? 27 to 3. Now, it's not like the Tennessee Titans are exceptional. By the way, shout out to Tennessee Titans. A to Z Sports, Nashville. Founded in Tennessee. I would love nothing more than the Titans Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> A to Z would be crazy. Uh, Sadiqa says the Chiefs are washed up. The league has finally caught up with them, says Miss Jackie. Will says the Titans look uh, look good. Disrespected the Chiefs. Yeah. I feel you, Mark. Mark says, just don't be the team that wakes them up. I feel you. And I'm really not trying to disrespect them. It's just that there's about maybe five teams in the NFC I'm more concerned about than the Chiefs. They got problems over there. But Tennessee goes to five and two after starting off, I believe, one and two. So I I would love to see a Cowboys-Titans. That'd be awesome. Jets, oh, poor Jets. I feel bad for the Jets. They pretty much got the, the Patriots. Uh, they were pissed off because of the Cowboys. Whooped on them. 53-13. Nothing to see there. The football team loses again. 24-10. A little closer than I would have thought, even though it was 24-7 to uh, seven at one point. Packers just... We had this conversation, me and Jesse. Maybe we'll have this conversation later. I don't want to derail everything. A part of me wants to get the monkey off our back, the Cowboys back with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. You know, he stopped the Cowboys from getting to the NFC Championship game twice now. And and one in the Romo era, once in in the Dak Prescott era. But a part of me also is like, do I really want to see? I'm just so sick of Aaron Rodgers, and he just has this. He's like the Cowboys kryptonite. I battle. Do I want to see A-Rod? Do I want to see... Listen, I, I almost would rather... Don't, don't call me crazy. I'd almost rather see... I'm not going to say it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But the Packers go to 6-1. and one. Rams, Lions. Lions can't buy a win. 28-19. That game was close all the way to the fourth quarter. I was actually pulling for the Lions, obviously, right? I want the Rams to lose because of the, the hierarchy situation going on. Iceberg said their kicker name is Blewett. <laughs> That's the cat from, was it, Pittsburgh? I remember when he was coming out. Rams or Rams, Rams win 6-1. and one. That, that division is ridiculous right now because the Cardinals won as well. Eagles, 22. Raiders, 33. I mean, I just love the misery. I just, I just love the misery of seeing that. It's getting to the point now where I mean, it's expected that the Eagles are going to lose. Raiders win. They go 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 to five and two, 33-22. Jalen Hurts. Don't look at the garbage time. wasn't even nice. But you look at the stats. You'd think, oh, two hundred thirty-six yards, two touchdowns. No, he was trash. He was trash. And meanwhile, Carson Wentz is over there, and the Colts they win thirty-eight to eighteen. Wentz isn't doing amazing. 
and here's here's that game here, Phil Parlay. Where are that? Right here. Wentz isn't doing great, but he's not doing as bad as he did against the when he was with the Eagles. And if I'm Philly, I'm looking at this situation like, damn, we really picked Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz. And look at the situation. Now, Colts are three and four. They're not doing great. But Jalen Hurts looks bad, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't think he I don't think he's the quarterback of the future in Philly, but that's neither here nor there. This ain't talking Eagles. Uh, Buccaneers demolished the Bears. But coming out of this game, forget the scores, forget the stats. There's only one thing that mattered coming out this game, and it's how that Buccaneers fan fumbled the bag. Does anybody know what we're talking about here? Tom Brady threw for his 600th touchdown to Mike Evans. And this pick, Mike Evans gives the ball to a fan. Jesus. I mean, I'm not saying you should be thinking about this type of stuff immediately, but I'm sorry, dude. I don't give a damn if it was Tom Brady's 598th pass. I'm not giving it back without a comp- some compensation that has nothing to do with the signed jersey. So, nonetheless, 600 touchdown pass goes to the fan. The Buccaneers come over to the fan, and they say, hey, we would like to have that back. What do you want? They gave this man a signed jersey. And a replica, another game ball. One of the one of the finance guys on Twitter, memorabilia guy, came out and said they asked him how asked him how much would that ball be worth? He said easily five hundred thousand dollars, possibly up to nine hundred thousand dollars, and could be more depending on who wants it and how bad they want it. These collect, you know, people collect these things. They get crazy over them. 500, they fumbled the bag for a signed jersey. I'm sorry. I just, I just can't believe that. An autographed jersey and another game ball. Eesh. Hell yeah, Mike Harris, I would have kept that ball. They would have had to pry that. In fact, come on, kids. Pack it up. We out. <laughs> we leaving. Because sooner or later... You know, people are going to start notice. Wait, that was a 600? 600? They're going to be coming for you. We left. Y'all would have, here's my number. Holla at me after the game, and we can negotiate. Fumbled the bag, man. If there was a donkey the other day, he got it. I bet you he probably got it, too. Uh, the Texans win. They go to 7-0. That's, I'm sorry, the Cardinals beat the Texans. They go to 7-0. Texans fall to 1-6, losing six straight. 31-5. Believe it or not, for like a quarter and a half, that game was close. <laughs> that game was close, and then they pull away. And questionable calls in that game with, with uh, Kyler Murray getting sacked. That was weird. He did fumble that bag, CJ. Come on, man. Maybe it's because like, I'm, I'm a listen, bro. I'm a hustler. I grind. I, immediately, I would have thought about the bread as soon as I got that ball. And that's it, man. That's it from yesterday's slate of games. The Broncos beat the or lose to the Browns on Thursday. So that's where we're at around the league. I just can't get over that. Looked over to my lady at the airport. Said, "Look, look at this right here." I said, "What? It's a touchdown." I said, "No, let me tell you." And I told her, "She's like, what?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. That's right. Show me the money." 
Y'all, y'all, I would have had security take me out and everything. It's like hitting the jackpot at the casino. Seriously. Anyway, man. All right, that was around the league. Let's get into the morning roundup, which is Cowboys news, and we'll jump into quickly where the Cowboys stand. In fact, you want to do that now? Let's do that now since we just came around the league. Where do the Dallas Cowboys stand in the NFC? Because we just looked at all the scores, and I talked about earlier, a lot of people were were wanting the Cowboys fans to root for all these other teams to get a victory in the NFC East. I'm not for any of that in October. Not for it. I root for the, the Washington Washingtons to beat the Packers. If they did it, cool, whatever. You'll never see me root for them. I root for the Eagles to beat the, the, the Bucks. If they did it, cool, whatever. You'll never see me rooting for them. No need to right now. But I, what I wanted to do is I want to do this exercise because I want to see, are we... Where are we with our squad, right? Like, are we are we too high? Are we too low? We rate about right. And if you go look at, let me pull this up here real quick. If you go look at where we're at in the NFC right now, the standings, I believe we're fourth. By default, Cowboys had a bye week. Cardinals sit at seven and know the Bucks beat the Cowboys, so obviously they're above us. And the Packers are six and one right now. These are the NFC rankings. So, so part of me, the realistic part of me, I think top three. I think the Cowboys are better than the Packers. Uh, that damn Aaron Rodgers, though, I'm not going to lie. That, that damn Aaron Rodgers worries me. Nonetheless, I think overall this team is better than the Packers. I, I This is why I can't do this realistically. I can't put the Cowboys above the Bucks. They lost to them, whatever. It is what it is. That's just how it is. I think they can beat them, sure. And then the Cardinals. The Cardinals, I, I, how y'all feel about Arizona? They're 7-0. I looked at 7-0, and I'm like, really? I go look at the games. They had some tough games. They had some games that, that were dirty and gritty. They had some blowouts. Uh, Kyler Murray, Island product down here in Texas, is balling. MVP candidate. Chase Edmonds, 717. Shout out to him, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. CD East alum. Salute, Panther Pride. Uh, they're balling. Defense is playing well. But I have to put them above Dallas. They're seven and zero, right? Why am I why am I scary, Choctaw, Montana? Because I respect these dudes. What, what am I scary about? Oh 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 about a Rod. Oh yeah, you can say what you want to say. I'm sick and tired of a Rod doing what he does to the Cowboys in the playoffs. But that's why on the other side of the thing, what I said earlier. Part of me wants to get that monkey off the back. The, the Packers had to do it, if I'm not mistaken. In the 90s, y'all old heads tell me, didn't they have to beat the Cowboys? They couldn't beat the Cowboys. They couldn't beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. It's, it's reversed now. The Cowboys can't beat the Packers in the playoffs for whatever reason. But if you beat Aaron Rodgers, you get that monkey off your back. But I'm sick and tired of that, man. If I'm going to see A-Rod, let me see him in the NFC Championship game. Cause the Dallas got to get there. Uh, CJ says, we don't play Arizona until week 17. That game could be for some type of seeding. I don't know if it'd be number one, two, three, four, but it should be for some type of seeding. The Rams and the Cardinals are going to beat each other up. So somebody in that division is not going to be a top one or two seed due to them playing each other again. 
Oh, yeah, Rolando says, forget Murray. He called us trash last year. <sighs> Cowboys were trash last year, though. <laughs> the Cowboys were garbine. They were terrible. They were terrible. Uh, Sean. Sean would not. Sean doesn't count that loss against the Bucs. He keeps saying, we beat the Bucs. We, we didn't. You know, it is what it is. I understand. We're fans and everything like that. It would have been nice if they actually would have beat the, the Buccaneers, but they didn't beat the Buccaneers. So, I have to put the Buccaneers above the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys can be above the Packers right now. I haven't watched them. I mean, I haven't seen them do anything that I don't think the Dallas Cowboys would have done. They got embarrassed by the New Orleans Saints. The Cowboys haven't been embarrassed. They hung in with the Super Bowl champs opening week. So I would definitely put them in the top three easily with the ability to come out of the NFC. But do you think that home field will be extremely important in this situation? Dallas is 3-0 at home, averaging like 40 points per game. Kind of would want to play at home. So it's something that we'll have to monitor late November and obviously in December. Yeah, we definitely earned that insult last year. Set it off, Chris. Absolutely. 3519993787. Uh, listen, oh here, we're not doing rankings. We're not doing rankings. I'm not ranking these guys. This is this is just the NFC. I want to see where you guys have them at with the top teams in the NFL. And that's why I didn't include the NFL. Because I think the, the NFC is so much better than the NFL. I think the Super Bowl champions should come out of the NFC. But that's a long way to go. A long way to go. So where do we stack up against the best of the best? Chandra says, Sky, do me a favor and watch the all 22 of Collins at left guard and look at the run game behind him and Tyron. Why? What do you what do you want me to do that for, Chandra? And then, then I'll, I can continue. I'm not really sure if you want me to look at that for, for what. I already know. I've, I've watched the season. I've watched that tape in 2016. I'm not really sure what we're, what, what, what is that going to do? Are we going back to this left guard Lyle Collins thing again? Hmm? <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Whatever. But the thing is, don't talk about the run game to me when it comes to moving Lyle Collins to left guard. Just, just don't. You know why? The Cowboys are running for like 200 yards a game right now. That should be the least of anybody's worries, moving Lyle Collins to left guard. If you want to talk about that move to left guard and you bring up the pass protection because, you know, Connor Williams gets bullied sometimes, cool, I'll listen. I'll hear that. But don't bring up run game to me. Run game. Dallas has like three games of 200 yards rushing. They are second in the league in rushing. What what, what do we need to worry about the run game for moving like L. Collins over there? And I think people are throwing Connor Williams off the bridge. We talked about this last week. Connor Williams is not having a bad year. He's just, there's too many penalties. That's the problem. There's too many penalties. But that's neither here nor there. Maybe we'll revisit that after the roundup. Let's get into the roundup, though. It's time. It's time. time. It's time. time. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Indeed. Morning roundup presented by Texas Family 
fitness a solution for your fitness goals, whether it be weight loss, strengthening up, toning up, sports, or stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. So if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Couple updates for the Cowboys if you guys missed it over the weekend. You know they find like three Dallas Cowboys in that game. One of them being this CD Lamb wave crap. Ridiculous. NFLs, they're hypocrites. They find CD Lamb over $10,000 for waving bye to Jalen Mills. Number one, the game was over. <laughs> Number two, you're promoting it on your Twitter account. In your website. Yet, we're going to find them? Hypocrites. Trevin Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, was fined over about $8,000 for an unnecessary roughness when he hit Keanu, or Keanu Neal. <laughs> Neil Harry and the face mask. Ah, okay, I get that. And then Connor Williams was fined $16,000, over $16,000, for an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty in the fourth quarter. I'm going to be honest with you, I still don't even know what that was. I, I don't even know what he did. Somebody want to explain that to me? Uh, I, that was the same play, got the holding, and then apparently there was an unsportsmanlike conduct. I, it was kind of crazy during that time, during the game, so I, I wasn't sure what he did to even get the penalty, but nonetheless, he got it. Henry Hill says, why didn't they find Rodgers for saying something about he owned the Bears? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, but these... This is weird, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to put the 10 for you hat on. It is what it is. Hopefully, the money goes somewhere deservingly so. Good news. Randy Gregory did win a Way to Play Award. Now, you're probably, what is that? This play right here, I said it on Twitter. I said it's interesting he got the Way to Play Award because this was the perfect play, in my opinion, for an individual. It's about as perfect as you can get. Uh, the Way to Play Award is handed out based on recommendations from a panel that includes former players. And uh, this is what they had to say, I believe, Troy Vincent. Gregory demonstrated proper, proper pass rush technique by keeping his head up and out while leading with his shoulder as he sacked Mac Jones. He made sure he did not land on the quarterback with his body weight as he made the tackle. His play led to a fumble that was recovered by Chauncey Ghost. I mean, this is about as perfect of a play as you can get. And if you're going to teach defensive ends or teach defensive players how to tackle, that's it. That's the one. It's a great play. And then obviously the biggest news, it's not really huge news, but it's, it's, get, it's trending towards that. Dak Prescott, a couple updates for Dak Prescott. So, number one. He is likely to miss today's practice as the team returns from the bye week. But the good news with that is he is out of the walking boot reportedly. So I would say monitor Dak Prescott. We talked about this last week. Wednesday and Thursday are the two days you want to look at Dak Prescott and see, you know, look at the updates and see. How is he going to be? Because if he misses Wednesday's practice, if he misses Thursday's practice, 
but he's limited on Friday, he'll probably play. They're not going to keep him off the field. Like, he's going to play. But I'd be a little bit concerned. Right now, the concern level, I don't have a concern level at this moment because we don't know where he's at. He seemed to be in good spirits at the Dallas Stars game. Uh, Dak said he was, I'm going to play, I'll be fine. All soft reports have them being fine. Jerry came out and said, oh, big old thumbs up. So I really don't have a concern level at this point. Uh, but Wednesday, Thursday is where I would definitely be playing, paying close attention. We'll be paying close attention, as you should. You should as well. All right, my guy Los, I believe we have on the phone line. What's up, Los? Yo, what up, Sky? Good morning. God bless, man. Hope you're having a good one. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed the weekend off. You as well, man. Cowboys, Spike. <laughs> we, we do miss the Cowboys, man. I, hey, but we're ready to get on off Sunday, right? Hey, um, Cowboys got I that do, dub over the bye week. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, um, I'll say this, though. Um, just seeing the quarterback play from this weekend, especially from Patrick Mahomes, man, I mean, we just got to take into consideration how blessed we are and how fortunate we are that that fell into our laps. And he de- he has developed to a leader and someone that's very accurate with the ball, which I'm not worried about him, you know, with his ankle. When has he ever been like a Lamar Jackson you know, running out the pocket, you know. Most of it is like rollouts or just within the pocket of the O-line. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah, if, if I would play devil's I, advocate to the calf, I think it's more to do, less to do with him running as it is with him planning and throwing off the back foot because that's where, all you know, you're absorbing all that power on his throwing leg. So it, I think it's more to do with that than actually running. But, again, Dak said I'm fine. So until proven otherwise, I'm not going to panic. Exactly, and then um, just just leave it at that, man. I mean, I just think that you know we're, we we as Cowboys, uh, I think our our team can match up very well against anyone. And then I think the NFC, at least we can match up with anyone in the NFC. So it's all about just putting the pieces together and having the, you know, putting the players in the right position to make them win. And that's all. My guy, appreciate you, Los. All right, peace. Yeah. I definitely think the Dallas Cowboys can match up with anyone specifically on the offensive side of the ball. Real quick before I get into the storylines for the Vikings game week seven. So you look at the schedule. From a distance, it's not a a tough schedule. And I I hate to say that because I don't want to disrespect NFL football teams. We see around this league that some bad teams give good teams trouble. But you look at the schedule. You're going to be coming up against some better pass offenses. Uh, Vikings, number one. Uh, the, the the Chiefs. The Raiders, right? Three. Hell, I'll even throw in I'll throw in the Falcons because of Pitts. And you got, uh, who's the cat? Ridley. And Ryan can throw the ball. So you got better pass offenses coming up. And these quarterbacks are better than you had. Do you make a move? The trade deadline's coming up. Next week, do you make a move for a a, a, a a pass rusher or B, a cornerback? Hmm? I've been contemplating this one. I've been contemplating this one because right now, Anthony Brown is playing well. We did the, the game we played last week, right? It was last week or two weeks ago. Do you trust Anthony Brown? I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Right now. <laughs> right now, but he's about to go up against the gauntlet. So, 
do you make a move? Uh, Stevie Mack wants to make a move for a corner. Brandon says no. Montana says neither. More pass rush help. And that's the thing. Uh, I don't know who's out there free agency for pass rush, but there are some trade opportunities. No, so most people are looking at a no. I've been struggling with this one because I'm always about trying to improve the team. Uh, the problem is if it's going to be via trade, you're giving up assets, right? So if you're going to give up assets, I better be giving back somebody that's going to help me right now. And at the cornerback position, I mean, trade for Joe Hayden. I mean, how, how much of an upgrade are we talking? Number one, I'm just throwing out names, by the way. I'm not saying they're doing this. There's no reports. I'm just throwing out names. Uh, Michael Brockers was another guy that was thrown out there a couple weeks ago for the Cowboys. That's some money that's going to cost. Likely, I mean, he he was traded for a seventh round pick, so you can, you can probably get him for somewhere around there as well. But you got guys coming back. It's tricky. It's tricky because yeah, I want to get better, but do the Cowboys get better by default? Kelvin Joseph coming back, Tristan Hill, Neville Gallimore, Demarcus Lawrence. Maybe you don't need to make a trade. Your trade is in house. Right? Your trade is in house. What y'all got to say about that? Uh, Doug says, I don't see them bringing back David Irving. Uh, so, people talking about David Irving. Drummer says, You got to give me specifics. I don't think there's anything out there worth the investment. Correct. Like, that's that's the thing, right? Who who am I trading for? You know, there's the big names. There's the Marcus Mays, right? You're not, you're not trading for Marcus May. If you want to trade for Marcus May, you're going to be giving up major assets. First round picks or something. Second round picks. You're not doing that. Uh, I'm. I would more so look towards the free agency. That's why I wanted the Whitney merciless, merciless, Whitney merciless free agent thing happened, and Cowboys didn't take a look. It is what it is. But yeah, my tennis says nobody's out there. I mean, I'll I'll dive into the web of all that, but I don't think there's anyone out there worth trading for, unless the compensation is extremely low. Don't give up your assets, especially especially when you're good at drafting. So if I'm going to give up an asset, I better be getting back a guy that I'm keeping long-term. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Paco says, is it time to cash in a first for who? Also, oh, Quentin Williams. So Shundra says, Quentin Man, don't do that to me, Shundra, because I like Quentin Williams. I like Quentin Williams, and he was a guy that the same time last year I was talking about Quentin Williams. Um, but more so for like a second round pick. Whew. Quentin Williams is a tough one. I'm struggling with that one. It, it all depends on the compensation. Then you got Osa playing well at the three tech. I don't know, man. That's that's rough. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't look at Quentin as a one. Maybe I could slide him next to Osa. But I don't think you need to do it. I don't know. I don't think you need to do it. What's up, Marcus? Got you on the phone line. What's going on, brother? What's going on, bro? Doing all right? Yes, sir, man. It's, it's a long weekend, but we here. <laughs> hey, man. I, I'm glad you had safe travel, man. Traveling you. grace is real. But no, man, I just wanted to say this, man. Like, I'm going to keep it real short and sweet today. Like, sure. I'm, I'm not about giving up nothing. Yeah, it's I tough think we right got now. the team right now to make a, to make a run. And they're getting all these guys are going to get healthy exactly when we need them. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So, you know, when they're talking about trying to trade Gallup and all these guys. No, 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 no. See, ESPN doing that crap. Like, and I hate that. You know, you're not trading a Gallup. Like, yeah, you like, you're trying to do this thing. I'm like, first of all, the dude is injured. So you can't trade an injured player. And, like, the dude is just, you keep all your guys for your run. Like, I don't want, I don't want to see my team sell their soul to the devil trying to make a Super Bowl run and end up in salary cap hell. I want you to keep all your assets, and if they happen to walk and you can't keep them because you can't keep everybody, if they happen to walk, you got a comp pick. And depending on how much they produce, you get an even better comp pick. So yeah. give me a comp pick every day of the week, anytime, because that's how you're going to keep a – that's how you're going to build a potential dynasty, yeah, I yeah, say. Winning, winning teams <laughs> don't trade assets like Michael Gallup. In the middle of the season, exactly. That's usually a losing exactly. team. So, exactly, kind of like a winning franchise doesn't fire their coach mid-season when he has a winning <laughs> damn record. Well, tell it to so Cowboys I'm, fans; I'm they're so ready to throw him off the bridge. And, and, and you know, I thought about this over the over the bye. Uh-huh. I remember when so-called Dallas Cowboys fans were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. We should get Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a real quarterback. And he got the skills, and he sat behind Tom Brady. Blah blah blah. Look at him now. They wanted Hot Jimmy start. over. They wanted Jimmy over Dak. I, I've had. I used to get into arguments when people talking about when they were talking about Dak getting paid, and Jimmy G had just got paid. Now that's a real quarterback right there. I'm like, so he got paid based off a seven game stretch, Did and he got that bag. Seven games. He went five and two, and then they paid him. And look at them now. Okay. They just I, I, drafted a quarterback now injured, and now they have to do, depend on Jimmy Garoppolo. That's literally what happened. He had a he he went on a seven game stretch. He went five and two, and he got paid, and he became the highest paid player in the league at the time. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yes. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I, I I'm just gonna give a huge shout out to Will McClay, Stephen Jones, because. They make the tough decisions that Cowboy fans don't like because we're so used to instant gratification. Yeah, They're team-building for the long term because they realize a couple things. I'll Nothing admit, wrong with comp picks. Go ahead. No, I'll admit I'm, I'm, I'm not a Stephen Jones fan. I love Will McClay, well, I mean, but I'm not a Stephen fan. I'll admit yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, and I'm not. I, I shouldn't say I'm fans of either one of them, but I'm, I respect what they do. It's basically like you don't have to like someone to respect what they do. So I don't have to like you to do your job, but if you do your job very well, then I'm all for it. Because if it's for the betterment of everyone, I'm all for it. I may not like it in the short term, but if it works out for me in the long term, I'm okay. But like I said, man, I, I'd rather take the conflict because if we continue to draft the way we've been drafting, we're going to have a good team for a real long time, a contending team for a long time. And people have to realize when it comes to that contract, because I heard a lot of that over the weekend, I said, you realize that the salary cap increases every year, right? And when this new TV deal comes, kicks in, his contract is not going to be anything compared to what the next guys are going to get. Why, 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 why are, why are so people talking about to, Dak's contract in week seven of a team of a season where they're five and one and he's in the MVP discussion? I, <laughs> I do not. I do not. No, I'm just talking about the people I've run into. I'm this not saying the, everybody's talking about it because obviously they're not. But this is what you like, tell them, I mean, just, Marcus. Tell them this right here. Shut up. Say it again. Say something now. Oh, say something now. Say something. Now. Tell them shut up. <laughs> hey man, listen. 
I'm at the point I don't argue with folks no more, man, because if you can't come with common sense, logic, and truth, I don't have anything else to say because I'm not going to argue emotions with you. I'm just not going to do it. A lot of and I've just noticed, I'll just say the last thing, man. I've noticed that nobody really has anything to say, like the real fans, the real, like, I'm talking about fans of just football. Yeah. Nobody has to say anything about that contract now because the brother is balling and it's, and it's undeniable, it's certifiable. He's balling right now. He literally controls that team now. That is now his team. It's not Zeke. He's the straw that stirs the drink. He's the engine in the bus. No, it is Dak Prescott's team. That was proven he's last finally year. Get, he's finally getting his due. And I just want to sit back. I don't want. I don't want no praise from anybody. All these people that were talking about his contract. He's not worth this. He's not worth that. Now they're talking about oh, certified MVP candidate. I mean, Dak is on a whole nother level. I don't want to hear it. Uh-huh. You keep that same energy because nah, eat the when crow. we get number six. Nah, eat yeah, the crow. Eat, eat that crow put, and, and move put, and move on. Put, That's that lemon, put some lemon pepper on it. Put some salt. Put some cracked pepper on it. Put some Tony Sacheries on there and sit there and take it. As he That's carves up everything he goes against, I want you to just sit there and take it. But that's all I got to say. Right, as, as usual, as as usual, God has his hands all over you, bro. Just keep striving and keep pushing. My God. Appreciate you, Marcus. All right. Yeah, this, this, this is why we talk about his contract. Not right now, but why are people talking about his contract? It's silly. I saw a name in there when uh, on the on the call here talking about a trade. Oh, it was interesting. I had to write it down. LVE. Not that it's gonna happen, right? Um, but yeah, I would I would entertain that. I would entertain that. And, and I'm not one for trying to shake up the an entire core of a unit in the middle of a five and one season where you're playing really well. Uh but this isn't new to me. You know, LVE coming into the season, I thought him and Jalen were eyeballs and they cut Jalen. Uh, which it was going to be hard to trade Jalen because his contract sucked and his play sucked, and that was just going to be tough. Sucked is a little bit hard about his play. His play was uh, it was average to below average. Um, but LVE's contract does not suck. Somebody might look at LV like, hey, this this opportunity here. But are you going to get anything back though? Are you now looking at it as, oh, I'll get rid of LVE for a sixth round pick, fifth round pick? I would try to do it for a player, but that that's one of the names I would entertain. I saw somebody bring up Anthony Brown. I wouldn't I would keep A B. Uh when we talked to Quentin Bohanna, they talked about A B being a leader in that locker room, believe it or not. Um and he's not playing bad. So yeah, I would definitely keep A B for depth. Probably saying, Well, Scott, why not L V E for depth? I feel like he's a progress stopper right now. I feel like Jabril Cox should be playing. I just do. At this point, I don't think you got much to lose. I think you got more to gain. I don't think LVE's playing so well that his replacement can't do what he's doing at the least. So I would entertain it. Not saying it's going to happen, um, but if someone, w- w- hey, you know, dangle LV out there will bite. See what's up. I don't think we're going to be sellers though. We're five and one. Things are going well. I don't think we're going to be sellers. Uh, what you got for us? Nine seven nine. Hello? Yep, 979-ULI. Uh, this is Roy. What's up, Roy? Uh, I don't think we're going to get rid of MAB. 
the linebacker. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we will either. But he's, he's, he's a trade asset I would entertain. Yes, sir, I will too. But I think he will not be with us next year. Right, that, that's another reason. I don't, I don't think he's going to be with the Cowboys, and I don't think a team is going to sign him to a contract to a point where you'll get a uh, good compens- uh, comp pick, compensatory pick. I don't see that yeah. happening. So. Yeah. I think you're right. And I don't think we're going to trade this week either. I think we're going to keep the same team. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see any trades happening. But with the deadline coming up, I figure we're going to entertain it. Okay. All right. I think we need a defensive end. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to get a, get a guy to, to rush opposite of D-Ware. Randy Gregory, he's wearing that 94. Uh, but you're going to get one back. You'll get yeah. Demarcus Lawrence back hopefully sometime late November, early December. Yeah. Well, if we make the playoffs, how far do you think we're going to make it? I think this team is, is, is built to the point they can actually get, represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I do. Uh, obviously, oh, okay. matchups – you know, make the fight, right? They, so it depends who they're matched up against. Uh, depends, you know, how healthy are the Cowboys going into that game. But right now, as we stand, they're talented enough and they're playing well enough on both sides of the ball that they can represent the NFC. But uh, that's a long way to go. We'll see. Okay. Thank Appreciate you. you, man. All right. Uh, 870, you are live. What it is, what it do. Yes, sir, man. My name is Jonathan. Uh, I think that we shouldn't trade anyone. I just think that we should just let it ride right now because, like you said earlier, we have a lot of people coming back. Like, people forget about that. Marcus Lawrence, a former All-Pro, he's coming back. Our second-round cornerback, uh, he's coming back. Like, I think people are just – because we're having a really good season and people are so excited, I think people are just, you know, being a little hesitant, you know. But – We'll be all right, and everybody in the NFL, especially in the NFC, is pretty much even. I think so. that's what makes me want to – I'm always looking – that's what makes me want to look to improve because the NFC is so tight and so good. Is there a way we can yeah. get a leg up with the move? But I don't see it. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. I really don't see it. A Quentin Williams is going to cost you too much. A, a Marcus May is going to yeah, cost you too yeah. much. Like These guys that will help put you over the hump, they just may cost you too much. So – um, and, and there's not a situation like the Omar Cooper situation. Remember, the Cowboys were receiver by committee. Dallas yeah, almost got like what third round pick or something. No, no, no. They traded. They traded a first for Amari. But first, there's okay, no, okay. there's no, there's no situation right now so dire that you have to give up a first round pick. So, yeah, I, I don't see him being buyers in that way. Exactly. Now, unless, like you said, someone like. I don't know. I, I want to think of a name. All right, uh, Smith, the cornerback from the Bills or something, unless they ready to trade him. Yeah, go ahead. But that's what you're thinking. I just feel like, like, like you said, it is really tight. It's really tight, and you do need to improve. But right now, I just feel like the core is so great. Dak is playing at an unbelievable, you know, yes. level right now. And right now, I feel like outside of Tom Brady, I feel like he's the second-best co- quarterback in the NFC. Tom Brady's playing amazing. At his age, that's crazy. Yeah, Tom Tom might mess around and play for another three, four years. 
It's ridiculous. Man. So I just I just feel like just keep tight and it just let let the chips roll. And I, honestly, what we need to focus on is more of the free agency instead of trading right now. Because yeah. we got like three people that we really need to keep, in my opinion. Oh, you mean you mean next year? Yeah, they're not going to sign anybody. Yeah. It, the, the, the time to do that, unfortunately. No, no, no. Is... I'm talking about us signing people. I'm talking about us keeping like Randy Gregory. What? That's what Seattle. I'm saying. They're that's not going to sign anybody. Okay. But yeah, the time to do that was ah, yeah, yeah. during the prior to the year. I would love for them to get ahead of it, but they they should have did that prior to the season. Um, true, true, true. But I thought you meant. At first, I thought you meant free agency, like guys that were available, and that was Whitley Merciless, but he's already gone to the Packers. So, Yeah, he already gone, yeah. Uh, what about Geno Atkins? Is he still available? I'm not sure, but I wouldn't even sign him because because you're getting uh-huh. Neville back and you're getting Tristan back, and at this point in his career, I, I just don't see him being a, an immense upgrade. The only three tech I would entertain, yeah. I said, was Quentin Williams because he's better than all those guys, but, but uh, it's yeah, not going to happen. But so it's even, so much. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. But hey, man. And then he's going to want a lot of money, too, so. Mm. But hey, dog, appreciate the call, man. All right, thank you, man. Mm. Let me get 508. You are live. 508. Hello? Yep, you live. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My phone was my phone was on mute. You good. How about them Cowboys, baby? How about them, baby? 5 and 1. Feeling good, feeling good. What you got for the show? Yeah, um, now with that injury, do you think it's time to look for Cam Newton since uh, he took the vac- vac- he took the vaccination, the vaccine, and uh, yeah, he took it, and um, I think teams are looking at him. So like with you know how the offense is like structured around you know Dak's skill set, Cam Newton has like the closest skill set to Dak, and he- just a kid. He was a guy that when he became available immediately, if you go back and look at the, the shows we did in the off season, um, immediately I said, yeah, let's let's see what's up. But the vaccination thing was an issue. Uh, they decided to roll with Gilbert, Danucci, and who's our guy now, Cooper Rush. Um, at this point, I mean, yeah, you, you could bring him in. I wouldn't be mad, you know. I wouldn't be mad. He's like the one guy that would be nice, but let's be real. Are they bringing in Cam Newton? Week seven right now, I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good precautionary move, I always thought, because... No, precautionary would have been to do it in the offseason. This is reactionary. This is re- this is reacting to a DAC injury where you, if you were being well, that, precautious... It's a good reactionary. It's a good reactionary. Good to get nervous. It's a good way to... It's a good nervous... I uh, think it's build. a problem because you should have did that in the offseason. Now, in my opinion, I don't think there's a quarterback out there that if that goes down long term, you're winning the Super Bowl. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about Anthony Brown? Now, I look at the defenses in uh, 2016 and 2014, and I always thought the defense flies out the offense. Now, for us to like, make it to the Super Bowl and win it, you think it's time for the offense to thrive off the defense? To make it because like whatever make it just the defense just can't make that stop or that have that yeah. championship caliber. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's time now, for the defense to to be a complementary piece to the offense. They really haven't been that since what two thousand seven maybe? Two thousand seven, exactly. Oh, two thousand 
or nine. Two thousand five. Maybe two thousand nine. Yeah, when Romo fumbled the ball because that was the year. Well, oh six. I think the offense. Yeah, you know Julius uh, Jones. The offense. Romo's first year came in. I wouldn't say. I would say oh seven and oh nine. Those defenses complemented the offense. After that, the offense pretty much did most of the heavy lifting. Yeah, because I would say like, why don't you just make that one big trade with stacked? Right now, we're stacked for like the next like four or five years. That first round, or even two two first round for that, get that stud. It's for the right uh, to replace Anthony Brown, and it's like it's right there, you know. Like, they drafted him, Kelvin Joseph. That's the guy. That's your replacement for Anthony Brown. Just haven't seen him yet. Yeah, that's the thing. We haven't seen him yet. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. But yeah. I, I would say like he's not proven. But we got you see this other proven corners. We're like, all right. We got to go for the juggler right now. Oh, you, so you, like, you're talking about trading a, a first or second round pick for a proven corner? For a stud, yeah. At least a top three. Oh, I don't know, man. That, that, that would be giving up on, on Kelvin Joseph entirely too soon. I could use that that pick somewhere else. I mean, who are we talking? You're not getting Jalen Ramsey. You're not getting Tredevious White. You're not. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore, you could have got him for like six round pick, but then you got to pay him. <laughs> It could have. I don't know what the hell. Because you see how the Rams did it. They were thinking. They were thinking a lot. So let, let's go for this. Let's go after Rams. And like they went. To, they went to Super Bowl, right? That oh year. yeah, the Rams. So the Rams are different. And I actually applaud them because they got some big balls. They don't. They don't give a damn about their first or second round picks. They just don't. They will trade those for proven guys like you talked about, and that's how they roll. I don't see Dallas operating in that way. So I feel like. If they make that jump and that leap, it's going to be once every so often, like you saw with Amari Cooper. Um, and they want to build through the draft. They they will talk about that, where the Rams will literally come out and say, yeah, we'd rather go get proven guys with these picks and we'll deal with it. And Dallas, Stephen Jones comes out and says, no, we want to build through the draft. So giving up your first or second round picks is extremely unlikely um, for the Cowboys. No, oh, I know. I know. That's why I think is you know we're gonna be it's either second round or third round we're probably gonna get knocked out because we gonna it's gonna it's gonna show damn we should have traded some ourselves just to make it to the next man, step. Have, have, some, hey, have some faith, man. Have some faith. You got four. I, I, I have faith. I have faith, but it's like a miracle round. I haven't had this feeling since 2014 or even 2016, and then we got knocked. It's like why can't we see the writing on the wall? But like it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. So fourteen, I can, I can, I can say, okay, this might be similar to fourteen, but twenty fourteen, huh? We led the league in, in turnovers, right? Th- th- that's why I'm saying this. This can be a little bit similar to twenty fourteen. Difference is the pass rush was terrible. I don't think the pass rush is terrible this year. I think you got a lot of pass rushing weapons that once you get into the playoffs, um, you can affect an Aaron Rodgers, you can affect the Tom Brady, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so yeah, in sixteen, I'm like sixteen. Had a rookie quarterback. Dak Prescott's not the same. This is totally different. So, I don't know, man. I, I got I got more faith this in this team. Different coaches, different systems, different OC DC than I did in 2014. Mm-hmm. Be real with you. Okay, okay. And one, one more question. I'll last let you question, brother. What, last question. Yeah. What do you think about me? I know about a lot about Mike McCarthy since Green Bay. He's been a killer. Oh, He's been tremendous. But now, it's like, why are we keep getting so much scrutiny? You're on a five, four game winning streak, right? 
a five game winning streak. Yeah. And they want his head on the platter. And uh, he's making minor mistakes, but like it could be it could be corrected. You know you know what I'm saying? I'm hearing it all like I'm from Massachusetts. I mean I'm even hearing on uh uh Nesson, um, ESPN, Fox like they're just saying he's gonna hold us up like on a fight. I don't I don't see it. But um yeah. I think Aaron, it's a rollover. It's a rollover yeah. from yesterday from last year. And I'm I'm gonna let you go, man. Appreciate the call. I think yeah. it's a it's a rollover from last year. Uh Mike McCarthy's six and ten season. And he doesn't he doesn't call the plays. He doesn't call defense. Oh, I gotta hang up, man. Hold on here. He doesn't call the defense. Uh so and he's had these game management gaffes, if you want to call them that, like every other head coach. But first couple weeks, yeah, it, absolutely. Rightfully so, call him out because I'm like, man, this is kind of worrisome. They're only one and one. You know, a couple opportunities away from being 0 and 2. Now you're 5 and 1. Your team is rolling. They got these boys beating adversity. Like, there's so many good things happening around that. I keep saying it. I'm going to keep on saying it. Critique it. Cool. But kick him off the bridge. That's goofy. Your team is not 5 and 1, in my opinion, with the previous situation that we had. Uh, real quick, I've been missing some of these super chats. Super chat. Uh, can you debunk CT Madden hit? Can you debunk the whole Trevin Diggs is not an elite corner agenda? Everybody is trying to push. It's mostly haters. Uh, go look up on Twitter or on the interwebs. Pro football, not talk. I can't remember this. Is it Dylan Moore? I don't know. I feel bad because I got to find it. He, he debunked it. He wrote a whole entire article. Let me see if I can find it real quick for y'all because I'm on here. But I'm having a brain fart. But he wrote a whole entire article on this exact thing. I'm not going to break it all down. We know that he's an elite cornerback, but he he broke it down. I tried to say this a lot of times to people that came on here in the first five weeks of the season. Oh, well, he's biting or he's getting lucky. No, he's not. He's a smart cornerback. So I'm not going to debunk it, but go check out that article. I cannot. I'm going to try to find it before we get off here. I promise you. I got you. Uh, two one four, real quick, cause I'm gonna lock these things. Two one four, what it is, what it do? Sky, you already know who it is. It's Anthony Hatch. You know, Triple D represent him, baby. Hey, hey Hatch, what it is, what it do? Man, what's up with all these people calling in? Uh, two percent cowboy fans, bro. Stop calling our line. Talk about some injuries. Stop calling our line. Talking about we ain't going to the ship. We gonna lose here and there. If you ain't with the ship, baby, just sit on the sideline. Yeah. And when we get to that parade, guess what? You can't have a spot next to me downtown, baby. You feel <laughs> me? <laughs> but what's been good, man? I see you made it home safe from the yes. PA, baby. Yes, sir. I did, man. It was a good. It was a good trip. I had a had a ball up there, seeing the fam. But uh, we back for business, you know. Already, you know, we back for business. So uh, this is this is leave on a good note, Sky. Let these boys know, man. We five and one. We're not one and five. We're not zero and five. We're five and one. We're rolling like a steam wheel, wheel coming down the hill. And guess what? We ain't got no brakes. So anybody in our way, you're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. You're going to feel it. Yeah. Because guess what, Sky? How you say? What's our song, Sky? How do you want it? How do you want it? I don't got the drop for you today. I don't got the drop for it's you. It's all right. How do you feel? I got the we still them what, boys. Guess what? Uh, on on defense, 
Now, somebody told me I was watching the game, and they said, man, we some headbusters. I said, boy, you ain't never lying, boy. Everybody's scared to do everything. After the second and third quarter, Zeke going to make two people get hurt. The defense going to put three or four people on their butts. You know what I'm saying? So, guess what? We X marks the spot. Who's next on the list? Who's next? Who we got Sunday night? The Vikings. <laughs> yeah. X them out. They done, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Forget a fork. Just cut them all the way open and take them straight to the cemetery, baby. <laughs> but that's all I wanted to do, Scott. You know, put some good thoughts on the Cowboy Nation. You Appreciate know how we get down, baby. You know what I'm saying? You have a good one, man. Keep up the good work, baby. You already know we always going to support you, baby. Thank you, Ash. Appreciate that, dog. Coming through with the positive. I like it. I like it. Hey, he's right. Coming up this week, Dallas has Vikings. So real quick, let me go through this. Early storylines to watch because y'all know we're back into regularly scheduled program. So... We will talk about the Vikings-Cowboys matchup in depth starting likely tomorrow uh, all the way throughout the week. We'll try to get somebody on from the Vikings situation and uh, hear what they got to say. But here's some of the storylines to watch. Both teams are coming off a bye, which thank goodness because I think the Cowboys ran into a, I think it was the Panthers. Whooped on them, though, where they had a short week. The Panthers had a long week. 10 days, and I don't like that stuff. But nonetheless, both teams come off a bye, so there should be no excuse coaching-wise. They have an even situation in regards to preparation. Then I put running the rock, and here's why. Both of these teams have elite running backs. The Cowboys have two. I think I think it's in Madison for the Vikings. They got a really good running back behind Dalvin Cook. And we saw them two years ago come in and, and pretty much run up and down on us. Uh... So I think it may come down to who stops the running game. And I didn't even get to the passing game yet because we'll break all that down throughout the week. But the Vikings love to get their play action off the run game. And Kubiak, who we'll talk about with that zone blocking scheme, is going to be real interesting. Cowboys haven't had to run into an opponent that deliberately runs the ball this way. And if there was a slight weakness still on that defense, I think it's the ability to stop a team that wants to run the ball. Now it's 2021. A lot of teams are saying, cool, run the rock. It'll keep the game close, but just keep an eye on that going into this, which running game goes off the most. Then Patrick Peterson's out. I've been watching Patrick Peterson this year to see how well he's playing, but I know he's their top cornerback. Cowboys had a little interest in the off season with Patrick Peterson, but he, he'll be out of the, I think he's out for the season. Go back and look at that. And then, obviously, Dak Prescott's calf is something that we'll have to monitor throughout the week because if he goes into this game hampered by just a little bit, the Minnesota Vikings defense is coming along. They're coming along, and they're coming along. Uh, Mike Zimmer is a well-respected coach, similar to Bill Belichick, right? They may not have these massive horses, but Bill um, uh, Mike Zimmer can scheme it up. He can dial it up a little bit. So this is going to be a good test. First four weeks, I looked at this game. I said, nah, this ain't a checkmark game. These boys ain't playing well. They're playing well now. Offensively, they're getting something together defensively. It's a checkmark game. And I'm looking at it as a checkmark game for our defense because they haven't went up against this passing offense, this kind of passing offense since week two. So it's been a while since they've been pressured like this. And if they're up for the talent, checkmark. 
Uh, Sean Duke, can we stop the Vikings as long as you stop Thielen? We can stop the Vikings as long as we stop Thielen. Sure. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into all that. We'll get into all that. Got to stop that run game, though. All right, we got we got some we got some regulars on here. Let me get through these. These are my guys here. Tony from Tampa. What's up, man? Yo, what's going on, man? What's up, T? I ain't nothing, man. You know I got you on my truck rolling, baby. You yes, know sir. that. Yeah, man, I just need to talk to Cowboy Nation for a second, man. Look, everybody need to calm down. Everybody need to calm down, man. Man, we got we rolling, man. We good. You know what I'm saying? Like we good. You know what I mean? Even though if that go down for us, all our weapons, I think they'll step up. I think you know if he if that got to miss one or two games. I think we fine, man. Like every we fine. Like we don't need we don't even really need to trade nobody. I think LVE. I like I like you said. I would entertain that. But if not, man, let them roll to the end of the season, man. Like we right now, I think we could beat everybody that we that's in front of us. Like man, everybody needs to calm. Just just you know what I mean. Just calm down, man. Just. Let us roll, man. Like, we ready. We got rid of Jalen Smith. You know, I I felt like he was a handicap. Uh, You know, uh, Anthony Brown, we can do with that, man. We can can work with that. You know, he's working, you know. And uh, he's getting a little better, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Kelvin Joseph, let's see what he got. You know, everybody ready to talk about Mike McCarthy. And, uh, man, everybody need to calm down. Everybody needs to just calm. I think there's a loud minority, but for the mass or for the vast majority, we're, we're chill. We're enjoying this. Everything is good to go. But there is this loud minority man, on I'm, Twitter. I'm trying to chill, man. You know, I think what what we do, what we need, man, I would like to see us get another linebacker in the draft next year. But what we really need is to go back to how we was doing the offensive line. You remember how we was getting the first-round picks? Second round pick offensive line, man. I think we need to go back to that because well, we'll, you know, we'll visit uh, that Tony for in the off season. We'll visit that in the off season. We got long. Yeah, yeah, long yeah, long. man. Yeah, you got to keep the stable fresh though, you know. And uh, you know, it, it's all good, man. I just want to tell everybody, man. It just calm down, man. Please, yeah. Let's, yeah. Look, you know, they can't. They can't nobody mess with us, man. We about to. We ought to go there, get a good test from the Vikings, come up out of there. And you know we don't play nobody after that. I think the Raiders, the way they did the Eagles last yesterday, I don't know. You know we just little. Another, that's another good passing get, passing team that I'm interested to see us play too. Yeah, man. But other than that, man, even the Chiefs, man, like, I just don't see nobody really. You know, defense is awful. Everybody just need to calm down, man. But we keep good, doing your thing, man. I love to, I love to talk to you and Foots, man. Like, like you know, on on some personal, you know. Puts, man, y'all keep doing you, what you do. You know, you know, I'm gonna call in and I'll let you. Appreciate you, T. We keep it moving, man. All hey, right, man. Drive safe, man. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. That's how most of us are feeling. Yeah, most of us are feeling good. It's a, it's a loud minority, but for the vast majority, feel good. Feel good. Uh, let's get Montana, Honey Grant, Montana, and then Honey Grant next. Montana, what it is, what it do, bro? What it do, what it do. I'm good, good brother. What's up with you? Talk to us. 
don't know if y'all been paying attention to what I've been saying in the chat, and I'm going to say this one time and one time only. Stop being so goddamn scary, Cowboy Mason. Stop being scary. Your team is different. It's, they're good. This is not Jason Garrett where the quarterback can manipulate the coaching. It's just not happening. Not this year. It's, you don't have no Jason Garrett walking through that door. Not at all. You have a coach who's been there, done that. No, you ain't, I mean, listen, Period. that's what I'm talking about with the there's a loud minority. Uh, but I think most of us are, are not. There's, there's no there shouldn't be a panic. There's not much worry. But um, yeah, man, I think you got a good coaching staff here. It's, it's, it's not a panic. What it is, is people are so used to Jason Garrett and taking those losses in the playoffs. PTSJG. So it, it, it it's, that's what it is. PTSJG. Man, let that shit go, man. He's not there, bro. Let it go. Let, let it go. go. Like I keep seeing people talk about Jalen Smith. Let Jalen Smith go, bro. He's gone. Stop talking about a dude that's not there, bro. Let it go. Montana, not He's gone. Like, bro, I'm getting sick of Cowboy Nation. Keep talking about the past, bro. We're living in the future. Price. Let that go, man. Let it go. L-I-G it, man. Let it go. Get it out, Montana. Get it out. I feel you, brother. Hey, let me get to 100 grand, though. All right, man. Appreciate it. All right, bro. 100 grand, what it is, what it do? What's good, my guy? What's good, my guy? Stay tripping. You good? Yeah, man. I'm back. back. Listen, I'm back, but I don't know how. I don't know how I'm here right (laughs) now. (laughs) We got got it late yesterday. Hey, hey. Hey, glad you left and you ain't got it. You, you done with this weather. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you up there. You, you So you up there now. Yes, you, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I got up there. I said, dang it. Is I, cold, for, I forgot. It, <laughs> is, it is cold, bro. I would rather be in Texas where you at right now. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was. But it was cool. It was, it was cool. It wasn't too bad. I mean, hoodie weather. I'm a hoodie season and Tim's guy anyway. So I, I was loving it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's but up, man? Though? Listen, man. Listen, man. Don't don't worry about Minnesota, man. It's a blowout. Don't worry about that, man. Ooh, come on. early in the oh, early man. in the week. Come we need to break man. them down. He said we gonna blow them out hundred grand. Okay, we still gonna break come them down. Come on, man. Come on, man. CD. CD returning to the scene of the crime, ready to cre- commit another one? Yeah. Come on. That, that's that's what I, I can't wait to get to those details where I remember the, the Cowboys beat Minnesota with Andy Dalton. Now, now there's context or whatever, but I mean Andy Dalton beat the exactly. Vikings. Exactly. What I, you I, think Dak's going to come up there and do? <laughs> and and Dak defense. owed him. Dak, Dak actually exactly. owes them. He, it's a revenge game for Dak Prescott. Because the last two years the Cowboys played them, they went one and one. The one game they lost was at home to Minnesota in a game where they they would not let Dak cook at the end, even though he was cooking Minnesota the entire game. But we'll, again, we'll get into all that. We'll get into that later. You know what I mean? But but as I was in regards to you know, y'all talking about trade this guy, trade that guy, and and come on, man, we're not going to trade for nobody because our cap ain't good. Because if you trade for somebody, you got to pay them. We ain't doing that. That's not happening. And, yeah. you know, 
we'd rather just let those guys go, let these other teams snatch them up, let's get all these comp picks like we did last year, and let Will McClay do his job. Let him do his job. How many picks we got? Now, I don't even know how many picks we got next year. I'm but, not sure. You know, you know, let him do his job. Come on, man. It's not like everybody's like, you know, and, and I get what you were saying about the Rams and how, you know, they just that, don't But that's care how they it. do. No, that's you not, know why that's they not don't normal. Care? That's because not normal they, at all. They, they can't draft. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you can't right. when you can't draft, that's what you do. Yeah, he, don't give them credit, Scott. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're an exception to the rule, but they do it well. I don't think you can survive in this league a bunch of teams doing that. Because because no. you have to, in my opinion, you have to be able to build the foundation of your team through the draft. And I'm and speaking defensively, 100%. you have to build your defense through the draft, especially because you got to get cheap labor that plays at a high level um, in, in a league that that is is so pro offense. You can't possibly play pay all the top defenders. Yeah, so, offense. Yeah. And then pay your de- you got to pay your offense first and foremost. Yes. And now you got to yeah. turn around and and pay your defense. You can't pay everybody. Can't it's pay everybody. So you got to draft well. Some of these. Thank you, thank you. You got to draft well, and you can't rely on. Okay, you know what? We just going to get this guy on the cheap and get this veteran guy on the cheap. That's a, they don't always pay off like that. So you you well, know you you're rather. That's my you, problem with Steven. Listen, bro. That's my problem with Steven Jones. That's how he thinks. Um, it's working out well this year, though. So no, I'm no, no, no. Golf I'm, I'm a, I'm a, no, no, no. Give. You got to come around, Steven. Listen, you know why it didn't pay off? Because the systems we had last year was trash. You got a guy, and you got you got to give the Joneses. The, we always mm. say, well, I don't the Joneses just step back and let the football guys do what the football guys do. Yes, it's happening this year. Listen, honey, Grant, this ain't just. I mean, it's not. This ain't just last year. I, mean, I got an issue with with Stephen Jones. This this is this is about no, 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 a decade. No, 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 no. I know it ain't just. Like, no, no, I know it ain't just. Like, I know. I know what you come on, dog. You've been around. I know, because I felt that way too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm watching ever since last year, I've watched them take steps back and let the football people do what the football people do. Come on, man. When has the Cowboys let my let let a coach come in and say, all right, yo, I'm picking my own people? Last year. He picked his own. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm saying Thank they did it. No, they did it last year. And he picked the wrong players. No, I just said you've watched them take a step back. Oh, you're talking about the process. Year. So so you you're 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 completely misunderstanding what I have issue with Stephen Jones. It's the cheapness of Stephen Jones and the, the lack of aggressiveness. And it's a love hate relationship for those who don't know about my Stephen Jones love hate thing. I was pro Stephen Jones when he pretty much took all over we pretty much start running the financial aspect of the things when Jerry was tripping right Jerry was signing the Miles Austins the Jay Ratliffs the Ken Hamlins the Marion Barbers just giving out Roy Williams just giving out ridiculous contracts uh never was free agents it was mostly about ridiculous contracts to his own Steven came in and Steven put a halt to that and I applauded Steven for that but it almost like it went so far left to the point where he wasn't paying anybody you know, he didn't want to get aggressive in free agency. We missed that aggressiveness from Jerry Jones, things like that. 
And it's a love hate because I get where he's coming from. Like, I don't want to overpay guys, but I also don't want to be so damn cheap. We're constantly bringing in Nick Hayden's and Jeremy Mincy's and, and, and all but, these type of guys. And, and who's the cat from Nolan Carroll's and Daryl Worley's. And, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to continue to I, do that. That's what ticks me off I, when I'm looking at I, other teams. Hold on. I'm looking at other teams that go to the Super Bowl. And if you look at these things, majority of these teams sign prominent free agents Every so often, not all the time, not every year, but a prominent free agent or trade that makes a difference in their team. You got to be able to build through the draft. You got to be able to coach well. And you got to be able to win the offseason in the sense of you got to be able to not necessarily win it, manage the offseason correctly. And I have a love hate with Steven because, yeah, he manages the cap perfectly fine, but he's so conservative that I'm afraid that he's not going to do something to put us over the hump. That's where my love hate relationship comes in with Steven Jones. I digress. See, I felt that way when Jason Garrett was here. All in how you're feeling, I felt that way. You know what turned my tide? What's that? When he hired Mike McCarthy. When he hired Mike McCarthy and he let him do what he wanted to do, I said, let's see how this play out here. And right now, it's playing out great. It is. Because, that's why I said I got to give him a golf clap. It's working. Only, that's what I'm saying. Now it's playing off great. You know why? He's letting the foot. He would do that, but don't let the football people do what the football people do. Now he's mean? doing exactly what he's been doing, but guess what he's doing now that they never did? Let the football people do what the football people do. What does that the mean specific, honey? What does that mean? Coach, the defensive coach said, these are the guys I want. This is the style I'm playing. Pick these guys. Right. And that's exactly what they did. They went out and they got the defensive coaches type of guys. They didn't go out and say, nah, yo, I want to pick this guy. Sure. Oh, I know I want to pick that guy. They let him pick his people. Not only did they let him draft his people, they, they went and got the free agents that he wanted. He came over and said, I want this guy from Atlanta. I want that guy from Atlanta. I don't get – you see how bad Atlanta was grand. last year? Calm, calm, down. calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. You think Rob Marinelli didn't pick his guys? That was the problem. <laughs> they let Rob but, Marinelli but, pick his guys. So what does that have to do with Stephen Jones letting? They, they, here's the thing: we got to get get this out of our heads that 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 the Joneses don't delegate. They delegate. I just don't believe mm-hmm. Stephen Jones is a football guy. He's a money man, and the problem is he's kind of the, in a way, the general manager because the general manager does sign the checks. Will McClay, mm-hmm. we all believe, is the GM by without the name, right? He picks the players, but mm-hmm. he's not allowed to sign mm-hmm. the players. He says, hey, here's a no. list of the guys. Steven, you decide. Steven says, well, I can't, I'm not going over this threshold. He doesn't care about the football aspect. I don't, am I going over this money threshold? And that's that. There, there's a different hierarchy in Dallas, and I have a problem with it. I do. And you can't say that. It's something that is – you can't look at me in the eye and say the way that things operate in Dallas – or, or, or the way things work, because they haven't done anything in 25 no. years. And we're going way no, left, no, but I'm just that. saying. I'm I got an issue with that. the hierarchy, and I don't believe Steven's a football guy. I'm sorry, but um, you no, know, I don't, I I'll give him a golf that. clap right now. <laughs> I never said that. I never said he was a football guy. He's not a football guy, but he's letting the football people do 
the work here. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do because, like you said, we haven't won in 25 years. Exactly. But right now, it's working right now. So, I, in regards to bringing people in, I wouldn't want to bring somebody else right now. And let's, that's, that's break glass moment. It's about a trade. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do it right now because you don't want to mess up that locker room. That locker room is A1. Everybody's fighting for each other. And we got guys that we haven't seen. We, I get Cowboy Nation. We haven't seen them, so we forgot about them. You know what I'm saying? You got to bring these guys in to see what they got. Kevin Joseph could be another Trayvon Diggs, but if you bring in a veteran, you wouldn't know that. Yeah, you I wouldn't. I wouldn't really go at corner. I mean, there's nothing wrong with looking in a trade market, but 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 I wouldn't do it at corner because you got the young bull. Um, but a lot of guys want to do it at corner because they see Anthony Brown every week. And and and, and to be honest with you, Anthony Brown improved a little bit. Yes, a little bit. He ain't. You know what I'm saying? So guys just like. I ain't gonna say it's all the cowboy names. It's not. You get you you letting them, you're letting the, the minority, the loud minority, <laughs> right, right. row you up right now. Right. It's the bandwagon guys. It's the guys that's not really down for this cowboy thing. You know what I'm saying? They just want to hop on the train because we winning. Those are guys that's hopping off the Kansas City train right now, trying to hop on ours. Get out of here, man. <laughs> I understand, man. I appreciate your energy, dog. Appreciate it, man. No doubt. Let me get to this last one. But real quick, we got a super chat from my guy, B-Bird. Super chat. Uh, it says, See, Stephen Jones is afraid to sign a free agent because if it doesn't work out, then his football guy reputation will take a hit. Teams are built through drafts slash free agency. I mean, if you've been around here, I, I hate to re- – I tried to reiterate all of it and jam-pack it in a two-minute soliloquy. But if you've been part of this channel, you you understand where I'm coming from, from Stephen Jones. This isn't new. I've been talking about this for the last year and a half at detail. It's a love-hate relationship I have with this guy. It is. <laughs> I just need it to work. I don't, I don't care how or when. Just get six. It's a weird way to go about it because Super Bowl winning teams ain't doing it this way. But just get it done. Just get it done. All right, Mr. Doug, what's going on, man? Brother, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm good. Sound I'm like good. Kinda, sound like you're kind of busy for a Monday. V- hey, a, a slow Monday you know, at that, right? I, Ain't I've nothing been, really going on. I've been, well, I've, I've been doing this, you know, being a fan and talking Cowboys since before you were born, which uh, most of the guys that call yeah, in up older than they are, probably. too. Yeah. No big deal. Um, two things. First of all, if Dak doesn't go down with a broken ankle last year and keeps on churning out offense, even if even if Nolan's defense that he was trying to put in doesn't get, you know, if they don't get it for three quarters of the season and they just have to literally outscore people, I think eventually Nolan, being an old defensive hand, I think they would have maybe caught up and last year would have been much different. But obviously, when your when your big gun goes down and you don't have anybody backing him up, sure. um, you know it pretty much blew the season. And even then, we still wound up six and ten. Um, and so, and and the thing that I have told you all along that I feel like we're weakest at is the depth at quarterback. 
because and people don't want to talk about that. Ninety-nine percent of are weak and at I'm, quarterback. And I'm I don't even agree get, with the word depth at quarterback. What, what does that even mean? Like, you, like depth at quarterback, you lose your starting quarterback nine times out of ten, your season's pretty much over if he's gone for a majority well, of the season. Yeah, there's there's like there's obviously before, exceptions. For a, if it's only for a couple of games, like when Troy went down, we had Steve Berline. Uh, and then Berline winds up going somewhere else and getting, you know, comeback player of the year for the Panthers. But uh, we need somebody behind him that can that can drive the ship or drive the bus or whatever you want to call it. And I don't feel like I don't feel like we have that right now. That's just my opinion. But anyway, the other thing that I feel like we're weakest at, what really bothers me, is every time I see Greg the leg go on the field. For anything longer than a 35-yarder, we know we don't know which way the ball's going to go, and that's what scares me badly. That's the He's reason improved. we're five and one right now instead of six and zero, oh, is because Greg the leg blew, you know, the the Tampa game. But I will and give. So, I will. I will. I will say this about Greg Zerlin. I was ready to kick him off the boat, kick him off the bridge, throw him overboard, all that he, good stuff he after won week in Los one. Angeles. After week one. But since then, since then, Greg Zerline, two for two, five for six, three for three, five for five, two for two. Yeah, kind of hard. Well, keep in mind, he's. He oh, I'm sorry. Those are extra points. I'm sorry. Two for two, one for one, three for three, and three for four. My bad. Since, since the Chargers, he hasn't had to win a game for us. He's been able to make some kicks without pressure. Sir. He did shank, what? shank one in New England. Bro, but are you for. Whoa, 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 slow down. Ball. Mr. Doug, Mr. Doug. Did you not forget he had to go out there and kick a, a game-tying field goal that was like 50 yards? What are you talking about? Against the New England Patriots. This ended into overtime. That was about as much pressure as you can get. Well, okay, so he, he made one, and, he's, yeah. and he missed one that, that made, cost us the game in Tampa. He made three but that's my, that's in my that New England game, by the way. Is we need the backup, a backup quarterback that can actually play, which we don't have right now, in my opinion. And we need a, a more reliable kicker that just because, you know, the only reason Zerline's on the team right now is because he and Bones are, are buddies from the L.A. days. I just I feel like they're, you know, we could have hired somebody else or could have brought somebody else in. But going back to training camp, when Jerry started the year off by admitting after all these years that he had screwed up by letting Jerry or Jimmy get away, that to me was that gong moment when when Adrian tells Rocky, all I want you to do is win, you know, and that gong in the background goes, dong, and all of a sudden you know from then on in the movie that Rocky is going to kick Apollo's butt because the gong goes off because that's that moment. Well, to me, that was the moment that signaled this year was going to be different. And and I may be you may you may not understand what I'm talking about, but to me, when Jerry said I effed up and I should have never let Jimmy go, and all this thing has been a love story, he and Jimmy, you know, getting the uh, Ring of Honor, blah blah blah. Um, you know, him admitting it to me, it's not just about Stephen Jones wanting to be a football guy or whatever, because they've always had Will McClay, but. They wouldn't get out of the way and let Will McClay do his job, you know, because Will is the football guy. He's the personnel specialist. I agree. The expert, whatever. And like you said, he's really, if we had to say somebody is a GM, 
uh, other than Jerry Jones, which he's the GM without joke. signing uh, checks. Right. And, and, and Will McClay, if he had had, you know, of course, if ifs are candy and butts are nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. If Will had been the authority all this time, he would either be the GM, we'd have several more Lombardis, and everything would be roses, or Will McClay wouldn't have lasted this long with the Cowboys because they'd have fired him and gotten somebody else that knew the job. And I think Will McClay's probably one of the best football people in the league. Oh, yes. uh, and getting back to the one more thing, and I'm going to let you go because I just I've been hearing so many good things today from Montana and from the guy from Tampa and all this stuff that I've just been typing amen, you know, <laughs> people blessing you and blessing God and everything else. Um, and, and I mean that serious, sincerely, not facetiously. Um, the uh, getting on Will, getting on McCarthy, you know, last year Dak goes down, the season is, you know, it's shot right then, and that's not McCarthy's fault. And I, I feel like if Nolan would have had a little more time, he might have done something. Nolan's You know, done. they might have been able he was to. He's done, brother. But they got to have a goat. And so no, instead of blaming done. McCarthy, they blame Nolan, and he, he fires him, and now we're doing great. They, had, this they year, were the worst defense. In, in, don't, don't, don't say it like Nolan was – Nolan would – come on, man. They had the worst defense in NFL history – or Dallas Cowboys history. Okay, but what did they it's have? Not, not a go, it's not a scapegoat. That's just, that's just the real. Did they have anything to – but did they – if if Dak was keeping them above water because they could score points, and, and if they had continued to score points – they could win games without having Man. a decent defense until their defense. The Cowboys, the Cowboys, no regardless, difference. last year with Dak Prescott, right, remember there was injuries on the front line. The Cowboys, regardless, would have been about a nine and seven team anyway, probably. So um, it is uh, what it is. Maybe, maybe, but keep in mind their their offense would have been continuing to improve too. Sure. And I think you know they could have they could have won a lot of games by outscoring people, and until until the defense began to get their stuff together. And I, I give, you know, Nolan's an old hand going back to well, his, terrible. his daddy and Tom Landry. Nolan's were, you know. terrible. I'm not going to let you act like Nolan was some. Nolan shouldn't have been the coach. He hadn't called defense in like eight years. He shouldn't have been a defensive coach. That was one of those, hey, here's my friend. He hired me and San Fran. I'm going to hire but him. But that was corrected this year. No yeah, doubt. It was corrected. That's, exactly. that's correct. But anyway, go, go on but with my, your point, my man. My thing is fix the, fix the weaknesses. Get us a backup quarterback that knows what he's doing and get us a decent kicker. I think everything else, they're not going to trade for anybody. They're not going to waste any draft picks this year. They're going to save their money, try to try to make it with what we've got this year so they can sign Gregory and some of these other people and, uh, you know, and, and, and still keep going. I, I predict, you know, we may have a chance to redeem ourselves in the NFC Championship and, and go head-to-head with Brady again. Uh, but we still got to get past Arizona, and uh, that's that's my that's my predictions for the years. You know, we got to get past Arizona and 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 maybe have a shot at Brady again, just just to give something the sports writer something to write about, because that's what it all boils down to. That's what we're doing right now is, mm. you know, is is kind of having given the media something to write about because ultimately. The Cowboys are going to do what they want to do, and what we say doesn't yeah, squat. Yeah, so, it's conversation. But we still enjoy talking to you, and that's that's why I enjoy calling because you know you make an old man feel a little bit younger. And you know I'm fixing to hit seven zero the end of this week, so uh, you know it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun being able to kick right, it with you and, and some I, of the some I of the. I appreciate that. Have a great oh, day, man. God bless you, and take care. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, man.
Um, I, I got to defend Greg Zerman. I'm sorry. I, and, I, and I sound crazy because week one, I was ready to cut him. But anytime I come out of court at, at any player, all I do is expect them to. I want you to be better. I want more from you. I want you to do good. I come at Anthony Brown. He plays better. You give Anthony Brown credit. I come at Terrence Steele. He plays good. I give Terrence Steele credit. Greg Zerline missed, what, two kicks, three kicks, something like that. Two kicks and an extra point in week one. Since then, Greg Zerline has been one of the best kickers in the National Football League. What? You want perfection at, at the position? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Greg Zerline right now is, since that game, two for two, one for one, three for three, three for four. I, you know, he's doing better. I don't really see the need to to do the kicker thing anymore. He may be healthier. Maybe that's what it is. But I don't know. I feel like that's super nitpicky. Uh, we have this backup quarterback conversation. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Interesting take there. You want to kick Greg off? The, oh, who, who's available? Kai? What about our guy Kai Forbath? Where's Kai Forbath at? Not in the league. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. In my opinion, we're looking at it ain't the backup. It ain't it ain't it ain't the kicker. If we want to get to that next level, win the Super Bowl, there's some things we gotta tighten up defensively. And we're gonna get into those things later this week as we go up again. As we get ready to head take on some offenses, right? There's some offenses that are going to press this defense more than Mac Jones did, more than Sam Darnold did, more than Jalen Hurts did. Glennon or, or Daniel Jones. And I'm not taking anything away from the defense. I'm just saying I like the fact that, okay, the defense did some good things in that slate. We got this lead. Now let's go ahead and stamp this defense as for real, right? Let's stamp it by shutting down the Kirk Cousins and, and, and just demolishing the Derek Cars and making Pat Mahomes turn it over 17 times. You know, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm 17. But, right, let's, let's stamp this thing. As a defense that we can go to the playoffs and be like, yeah, if we don't score 30, we can beat you 21 to 19. We can beat you 20 to 17 like we did in week two, right? So uh, those there's some defensive things I want to see the Cowboys do a little bit better. And then obviously clean up the penalties. We talk about coaching decisions coming back to bite you in the butt. Penalties might come back and bite you in the butt if they don't clean that up. Now every week you're not going to play up there in Foxborough. But at that, but nonetheless, man, those are some of the things I'm, I want to see. But the offense, I have no issues with the offense unless there's some catastrophic injuries. Um, and if one is to the queue, I mean, you can just forget about it, in my opinion. But all right, listen, that was whew, spirited Monday show coming out of the bye. Wasn't sure how that would go because there wasn't much to, to, to go off this week. But we got a lot to talk about moving forward against the Vikings matchup. And if you missed the some of the storylines coming out of it, I talked about both teams coming off the bye. Which team will have the advantage running the rock? Big injury updates with Patrick Peterson being out due to his injury. And then Dak Prescott, uh, we'll have to monitor his calf injury. All right. So, tune in tonight. We got our guy Mauricio Rodriguez will be on live about 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern for A to Z Sports prime time check out all of our articles on a to z sports.com slash dallas if you just go to a to z sports.com you'll see there's the kansas city region the 
Nashville region. Again, shout out to Nashville. They're five and two. The Titans are five and two. Would love to see A to Z Sports Super Bowl. That'd be dope. Um, and then obviously the Dallas region. They're also expanding into other areas. I won't say yet, but um, check that out as well. But hey man, I appreciate the phone calls. I appreciate those that jumped in in, in the chat, the super chats. And if you haven't yet, on your way out of this thing, click that like button real quick. It's easy. The easiest way to support the channel. Make sure you hit that like button. Hit that like button. Roger says, Skywalker, the truth, great content, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, Trey. If it ain't Sky, ain't right. <laughs> Trey's wild. Hit that like button on the way out, man. Um, great calls. Appreciate the calls. It was fire. I love fiery conversation. If you're new here and you're like, man, what's going on here? Listen, don't take nothing personal. We, I push back. That's Hundred grand know it, Montana know it, Ohead know it, Steve. Everyone in the chat, they know. We we're going to talk this thing through. And that's what we did today. That's what we did today, man. With that said, I'm out. Got some things to do. Recovering from that dang on plane ride last night. Get in the boot. <laughs> get in the boot. Here's what you get. Paper talks. Hey, y'all. Peace. We out. Love you. I want me some glory.